to another episode of Ramblin' Radio number 60. We are killing it. We are crushing it. We're on a roll. I hope you guys are enjoying these. Thanks for clicking on the podcast. Number 60 in the books. Little solo episode. I'm going to keep it nice and brief and short. Giving you some mini content this week. I told you I was going to release three episodes. And I'm going to keep my word. Really excited about this, this episode I'm, I'm going to give you a little sneak peek into this workshop that uh, I've been talking about for the past week and a half now. Last workshop of the year. If you guys have ever wanted to work with me before and um, if you're not either happy with your situation right now or you just want to grow and, 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 and learn something new, join our Create More workshop. I promise you, you're going to get so much out of this and it's the last one of the year and we're giving away an iPad, an Apple Watch five pair of AirPods, and in my opinion, my favorite uh, must-read books to growing a profitable, sustainable creative business. So we're selecting four winners. Each winner will get one of the prizes, and we're going to select four winners that I think put in the most effort and did the work, and there's going to be homework. I'm going to assign you homework during this workshop. It starts on Monday, the 28th of September, and it's a three-day workshop on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So if you'd like to be a part of it, you can go to www.createmoreworkshop.com. It's all about creating more for yourself. And I'm going to give you a little bit of a sneak peek of some of the things that we're going to be talking about in the workshop, which I'm really excited about. But before we do, we got to give a shout out to at least one of our five-star reviews because I really appreciate when you guys leave a five-star review and it shows our new listeners kind of what they're getting into here. And if you do decide to leave a five-star written review, I'm going to hand you my productivity journal for free. All you have to do is send a screenshot of your five-star written review, write it out in Apple Podcasts. Don't click submit just yet. Take a screenshot of it, then click submit, then send it to our team email at hello at zachkravitz.com and we'll send you a productivity journal right away. And we're also giving away another pair of AirPods only this time, Apple AirPods Pro. Unfortunately, we're just giving away a regular pair of AirPods in the uh, the actual workshop. But for the podcast giveaway, we're doing a pair of Apple AirPods Pro uh, to one lucky winner that leaves a five-star written review. And if you already left a five-star written review, you're totally fine. And if you're asking, well, I don't have Apple Podcasts, I only listen to Spotify or whatever, that's fine. All you have to do is just send an email of, of a review in an email format. You don't have to, uh, you just have to write the review as an email and then send it to hello at zachkravis.com. But huge shout out to T-E-I-L-O, Taylor. 
this person said, I've always had an interest in photography and had the desire to start my own side business. However, I didn't know where to start nor the proper steps to take to bring my ideas to fruition. Zach has changed the way I see the game and gave me the confidence I need to launch my project. He instilled the idea that if I really want something, I can attain it if I do the work. In order to do that, I have to change my mindset and I had to believe that I can do this, that I can be achieved. With that in my mind, I was able to start. Don't get me wrong, it was terrifying, but I put myself out there because I'd never done it before out of fear, but did it because Zach said it was possible. Shortly after, I was hired to do some small projects and it was the best experience. I continued to do small projects, followed Zach's financial advice. This gave me the opportunity to buy equipment I dreamed of having, which I believe would have taken longer to get if I not had followed Zach's advice. I wanted more, so I signed up for the mini series to absorb every word. Not only did I learn more on how to succeed, I learned a lot about myself in the process. I did the homework. I realized that there are so many things holding me back from achieving more. Um, man, this is, <laughs> this is sorry. This is really long. Wow. Um, for those of you that want to start or struggling to push through obstacles in your business, listen to Zach's podcast, binge his YouTube channel. You'll learn so much. Zach's the only guy I follow for advice because I've seen him go from living in his parents' basement to moving to L.A., to making bank. He's living proof of what is possible. Follow Zach's advice, put in the work, and you'll see the change that you're looking for. Thanks, Zach. You're the real MVP. Wow. That I I, I kind of abbreviated the last few sentences because it was so freaking long. For whoever did this or wrote this, um, thank you so much. That very, very kind. And this person was in our video series, this kind of like a workshop type of thing, only it was a video series format a little bit earlier in the year, um, in the spring or, or beginning of summer, I think I'm not really sure, but anyways, that, that was fantastic. And then, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy how I put my entire life on YouTube from when I first really started. So if, if anyone's kind of interested in, in looking at my past and kind of where I started, you know, I wasn't really handed anything. You know, I kind of had to create for myself. The only, I guess, leverage that I had was I had my parents. I had their financial backing where I had a roof over my head. I had food on the table. I didn't have to pay for rent. So in terms of, of, of that stuff, that was the leverage that I had. But in terms of connections and um, getting left uh, millions of dollars, you know, I, I don't have any of those things. And so, yeah, I, you know, I still think the phrase self-made is still kind of bullshit because even if someone didn't have anything to begin with any kind of leverage connections or anything like that, you still can't do this alone. You still have to have a team. You still have to have people in your circle that are there for you. You like, I, I guess that's kind of being technical. So maybe I go back and forth with it because I guess it depends on what, defining self-made. What, what is, what does self-made actually mean? And for me, yeah, I guess I am self made as I continue to grow, which is also another thing. He said, I'm making bank. I'm not making bank compared to so many people out there. Um, and all the money that I do make goes right back into the business and right into my team and continuing to hire and, and, you know, purchase advertising and, and bring people on to help and work on things like, you know, it, that's another totally different podcast episode, but you know, I don't, I don't, even though I'm making more money every year, I've, I've pretty much made more money for the most part. 
it, it almost doesn't feel like it. And I, I think I'm going to leave that for another podcast episode because I think a lot of people and I'm not I'm not even I'm not a millionaire or anything. I'm I'm on that path. And that's a goal of mine is turning my business into a multiple seven figure business. And I'm he- I'm definitely headed in that direction, which is really cool. But with the growth that I do have, I don't I don't really feel any different. And it's interesting because I saw an interview with Tom Bilyeu, who's a billionaire, I believe, or he was he was given, I think, 400 million when he sold Quest and he was still miserable even when he became crazy, crazy rich. I mean, that's that is rich, wealthy. That is a whole nother level of making bank. You know what I mean? And he was still, he didn't feel any different. And that was really powerful. I'm getting ahead of myself because I want to make that a different podcast episode, but it just kind of, that comment kind of just triggered that, that feeling for me. So I don't really feel like anything is different or changing. I still have problems. They're just different problems. And I've talked about this, you know, I don't feel any more free than when I crossed a certain level of financial freedom, of being financially free for the first time, and then making that transition from just only client work into starting to sell digital products. That's when my courses came out. Um, That's when I kind of pivoted into more of the coaching role that I'm in right now. Um, So from that time of opening my schedule up to just focus on me, which was about two years ago, um, I still feel the same. It hasn't even changed. And I've pretty much doubled my income since that point of t- point in time. And so the reason why I say that is because a lot of people think that when you reach a certain threshold, like your problems go away, your stresses go away. And all that is just it's just nonsense. And I actually encourage you to watch Paris Hilton's new documentary because you'll see it firsthand. A lot of people have this huge misconception about Paris Hilton and how she's just kind of this, you know, I guess dumb blonde kind of, uh, you know, original influencer, famous for being famous type of person. But watch this documentary. I don't want to spoil it, but she's the perfect example of how The money doesn't fix your problems. It only creates different problems and it doesn't, it doesn't fill that cup that you need in order to live a fulfilling life. And so I've learned that from watching that Paris documentary. I've learned that from listening to Tom Bilyeu. I've learned that from a lot of crazy, rich, wealthy people. Um, So it's just kind of interesting. Anyways, that was a huge kind of left turn. I I didn't mean to go down that road, but I just kind of started thinking about my different pivotal moments in my career. And it's so crazy because I am in this bubble in LA where in my mind, I don't think I make a lot of money at all, which is also kind of a plus because it keeps me hungry. keeps me wanting more. But at the same time, there's hundreds of millions of people that would kill to be in my position. I have to remember that. And you listening to this podcast, even though you feel like you haven't reached that stage where you're like, wow, I've, I've made it, which doesn't really exist because that 
I've made it line, like that line that you cross where you're like, Oh, I've made it. It just continues to up level and upgrade. And you'll never, you'll never feel that, that satisfaction. And so with what you have right now, maybe if it doesn't even feel like a lot, there's still over a hundred million people that would kill to be in your position. And so you got to just remind yourself of that all the time. And so it's, it's hard because a lot of us are in, in a little bubble. You know, I'm surrounded by people that are making $10 million a year. So that makes me feel like, first of all, a million dollars doesn't feel like a lot of money. It's, it's all relative. And me being able to hang out and be around these people that are making millions of dollars a year, the downside of that is it'll never be enough for you because you're always around people that are doing more. And if you play that comparison game, which we've talked about on so many podcasts, that can, that can be hard. So you have to watch yourself with it, but the positive, and this is way better than, than the negative, any of the negatives are, is that it feels more possible, feels more realistic. It makes a million dollars feel like that's a piece of cake. Even though I haven't gotten there just yet, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that where I'm headed is leading to multiple seven figures because of the people that I surround myself with. And that is so fucking powerful. It normalizes. It makes things feel very, very tangible. I think that's one of the most important things that you can do, honestly, is to is to surround yourself with those people and, and ride on their shoulders. And that is what I've done. And anybody that has achieved has done that, too. Is, is you ride the shoulders of giants. And I've talked about that a million times, but anyways, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into the actual kind of content and I'm going to make it even shorter now. But what I want to talk about is, is not having to rely on client work. I made this pivotal moment in my career and I didn't know that I wanted, that I was going to transition all the way. All I knew was that I just wanted more freedom. That's it. I, I wanted more freedom and I was getting sick and tired of just having to work with the next client, the next client, the next client. And I just, I didn't want to do it. And I also knew that I didn't really want to dive deep into the retainer route. And so that's when my journey of selling digital products and selling courses came to fruition because I was just, I, I just wanted freedom. I wanted to be able to pick and choose clients. I wanted to focus, if I were to work with a client, I wanted to really focus on them and do a really nice job. And I didn't want to work with someone that I didn't enjoy because I was afraid of not getting a paycheck and not having to pay my bills. And so that's kind of when the pivoting started to happen. And I think a lot of creatives, even super successful ones that are still doing client work, that's all they do is just client work, is fine. You got to ask yourself, what, what is it that you actually want? And I think deep down, I think there's a lot of creatives out there that are stuck in a hamster wheel of just client work and they haven't 
been able to get out of that and and not have to do it. And unless you're trying to build a production company or some kind of agency, it's it's not going to be scalable for you. You're not going to make millions of dollars unless you go that agency route, which is which you can. You could totally do that and people do that and they crush it and that's amazing. That was just something that I didn't want to do. I don't know if a lot of people want to do that. I think I think people say that's something that they want, not really knowing what goes into it. And selling digital products and being really successful at it is a whole other obstacle on its own. It's not, I don't know if it's easier or harder. I don't want to compare it in that sense, but the door to entry is a lot easier. And so it's easier to start making money doing it and being successful at it, I think, in the beginning. I think it's a lot easier than going the agency route. Um, and it depends what you want too, because if you have your own message and your own voice, well then of course, then that's the route that you should go is digital product route, because you're going to be able to provide an offering and a service to your audience with your own message. And that's powerful. And so this is just my opinion. Don't, don't quote me on this. I don't, I don't know if this is, I don't know if it's true or not, but I just, I see that with creatives where it seems like that's what they think they're supposed to do is go the production agency route, whatever. But I don't know if it's, it's really what they want to do. And there's so many opportunities out there that you don't have to do it. And I post on Instagram, some of those opportunities, one of my members of the creators blueprint, David, he was on the podcast. He created an, an amazing video editing service for entrepreneurs there's a ton of entrepreneurs out there that have all this long form content, ton of long form content, whether it's speeches or podcasts or whatever. And they have these super long videos and he has himself and a small team of other editors and they take the content and they trim it down and chop it up and make little mini micro content out of it. And, and he charges an affordable monthly package to, to do that. And he's built up a clientele and it's just it's just a different way to, to do it. Another thing that you can do is podcast production, producing a podcast. Because most of you listening, I'm assuming, are filmmakers and photographers. A lot of camera people, right? Including myself. When you're working on video, especially, one of the biggest things in filmmaking is audio. It's probably one of the... It's probably the biggest percentage, even more so than the visuals, is the sound design. And so we're already experienced in sound design. So how how much harder is it to edit a podcast? It's all audio. It's something that we can easily do. And then the next thing is you got to decide if you're going to do the show notes, if you're going to do um, any kind of graphics for them, you know, for IG stories, promoting it, things like that. Um, that can all go inside of your package that you create and you can create a like a membership service where you charge a monthly fee and you produce someone's podcast. And it's what my buddy Chase Tuning does. That's I think that's a big portion of his income is him creating a podcast production company. And we've already been talking about a lot of this, but with the podcast industry increasing at the rate it's increasing, I mean, it's going to be 
a hundred billion dollar industry plus. And there's people, people are coming out, coming up and starting podcasts on a daily basis. It's insane. So podcast producing is huge. Another thing out there is consulting, consulting with other brands, being a brand strategist per se, like a, like a, almost like a creative director type of role or coaching, anything like that we can do. Um, courses, obviously that's kind of the route that I went. Um, you can do Facebook ads. If you're really good at Facebook ads, you could even take a course in Facebook ads and get really, really good at it and start taking over, um, someone's Facebook ads. And if anyone's listening that is really good at Facebook ads, please send me a DM because I'm looking for someone to run my Facebook ads. So shoot me a DM. See how easy that is? <laughs> another thing is digital products. Again, that's another route that I can go. There's so many different things that we can do because we're creatives. We are creative people. We are visionaries. We do things with the camera. Well, it doesn't even have to be a camera. It can be any kind of creative skill. It's a lot of ways to make and produce revenue. And just to give you another example, and one of my buddies is going to be, he might be mad at me because we just talked about this today, but, uh, and this is something that he's actually going to start doing. And I might even do it myself. And that is with the new iOS 14 update, we now have widgets and we can customize uh, our home screen drastically. I mean, we can turn it and make it look like a totally different phone. And so this one person, I forgot who it was, he created a really good looking template posted on Twitter and it went viral. I mean, there was like 3,800 retweets of this guy's template and it includes like the icons for the widgets and it looked very minimal black and and white and just looks really good. And even I would have bought it and it just kind of, it went kind of viral and he sold this template package to turn your phone into this totally different looking thing for 38 bucks. And it came with a, uh, lifetime usage where anytime he comes up with an update, you also get that update for free with no, no, at no extra charge. So it's 38 bucks. That's it. You get lifetime access to all of his updated templates for the new iOS 14 software. And I mean, think like there's 3,800 retweets, right? Let's just say to make numbers easy, let's say he sold 2,000 out of those 3,800 retweets. That's $76,000 just like that. Boom, done, 76 grand just like that. And so that's just a great example of seeing something, an opportunity that came up, creating a solution for people where they don't have to go and create their whole fucking thing by themselves, figure out how to do it. Instead, you spend 38 bucks and you get this custom template that looks really, really good. Bam, done. And it went viral. And there's a reason why it went viral. It's new. It's fresh. Looks good. No one's ever done it. And I think I think this guy is probably going to make a good amount of cash. It's a great digital product. It's amazing digital products, right? It's not a LUT or a preset. <laughs> Everyone's got them, right? But you can still sell LUTs and presets and still do well. I don't really promote my LUTs or presets, but I still make sales. I still make like two or 300 bucks a month. I don't even promote them. And um, 
yeah, I mean, you could still come up with lots of presets. You could do it in a in in a way and, and make it fresh. I think there are ways to do it. Um, don't do it like me because I'm not even I'm not even promoting them. And then you have affiliate marketing, which I'm sure a lot of you know through Amazon. You can be an affiliate of someone who's got a product, and they give you a certain percentage. It's a very very uh, lucrative way to bring in revenue. Um, through someone else's product and all you have to do is promote it. It's a great, great way to do it because they have all the systems and processes done for you. You just have to, again, promote it and, and create sales. So I think I came up with like five things for, for you to potentially do when there's really just a million. I mean, I just said digital products, but think about how many digital products you could freaking create. I mean, there's a million, a million, especially as a creative, we can create shit. Right. We can create shit and get people to buy it. And I give you that iOS 14 example. because that's a great example of, of seeing an opportunity right there in front of you. I mean, unbelievable. Hearing that inspired me. I was like, wow, that's 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 how you move and, and create something fast paced. But it's also important that you don't overwhelm yourself, too. Because a lot of people are kind of shouting this on Instagram, including myself. You got to diversify. If you want to be super wealthy, you have to diversify and not put all your eggs in one basket and blah, blah, blah. And I totally agree with that. But you have to make sure that you focus on one of them first and you don't get distracted and you don't get caught up in what's hot and what's new and you and you really make that one thing great and you grow it to a certain point where it can be and run on its own and then you can diversify and move on to the next thing but if you try to diversify without already building what you are currently working on then what's the point of diversifying there is no point it's a waste of fucking time right you have to take the time to put the blinders on and focus on that one thing, make it grow, make it sustainable, have it start producing revenue, get it to a point where it's profitable. So anyways, there's a million different things that you can do and you have to you have to make sure that you just focus on on one and don't get too caught up. And even myself where I I, I saw this new iOS 14 template or whatever, and that would be a great opportunity for me to maybe come up with that in, in the future. But if I were to stop what I'm doing right now, it would diminish what I'm doing right now. And that is getting ready for this workshop. And that's what my main focus is. And I have to make sure that continues to stay my main focus until it's it's done. And that's really how you make progress. And if that's done, then, okay, you move on to the next thing. Or, you know, you have a team that can start doing things for you and start working on things for you where you don't have to do it yourself. And that's, that's really the place that you want to get to because then you'll have the resources to be able to start putting things out all the time. And it's not taking away from your own personal time and your own energy. So anyways, this podcast is starting to get a little too long. So we're, we're going to cut it there. Again, get inside of this workshop. I gave you a little bit of a sneak peek today with possibilities as a creative of what you can do financially and, and the amount of revenue that you can create. You know, people just, they just, they stay stuck on the, on the client work. And again, it's not a bad thing if that's really all you want to do. But why not branch out? Why not do more? Why not create more for yourself? And 
see the possibilities, create more, more freedom, get out of the hamster wheel, doing the same thing over and over again. So hope you enjoyed this podcast. If it did, if you resonated, if something hit you that you just didn't think about or realize, shout it out on Instagram, tag me, let me know what, what was your biggest takeaway. Get inside this workshop at www.createmoreworkshop.com. We're starting on Monday, the 28th of September, and I will see you in the next episode. Talk soon. Peace, guys.